0: Welcome to The Dose of Caesar, the podcast where we run weekly life experiments, question your assumptions, and explore new ways of thinking. I'm your host and fellow experimenter, Caesar. This podcast is not brought to you by gymnastic rings. Gymnastic rings are fucking awesome, all right? I love these. They give you a great upper body workout. They built strength with stabilizing muscles, and they're portable. You can take them anywhere, the the straps fit within the rings. It's fucking awesome. And they're extremely light. It's incredible. You can hang them up anywhere. Anywhere you got a uh horizontal bar, you can hang them up. Do some dips, push-ups, elevated push-ups. Um what is it? Incline push-ups or the opposite of elevated? <laughs> And the dips are dips are the best, and then you got your pull-ups, of course, and then you got the muscle up. Everything you can do with a um, you can do with a, a straight bar as well, but a straight bar you can't take it down and put it in your bag. And also you get the stabilizing muscles, and you can do a bunch of other crazy shit as well, like the front lever. It's like um, it looks crazy. Search up front lever, gymnastics front lever. It's awesome. And then and then of course you got the the iron cross. Search up Iron Cross. It, it, you'll see it in, um, in the Olympics all the time. It, it's one of the moves that the guys always do. As, a, as I've said before, one day I'm going to take a picture naked doing the Iron Cross where the, the perspective of the camera is going to be in front of me and uh, my, my feet are going to be covering the family jewels. It's going to be awesome. I, I've seen this before, I think, with some professionals. And it's going to be in black and white. It's going to be fucking epic. So, go on to Amazon, get yourself some some gymnastic rings so that you can take a naked picture of yourself um, with the feet in front of you and show off your awesome body. Uh, Once again, this podcast is not brought to you by gymnastic rings. Let's talk about uh, last week and the experiment results of the uh, applying to one odd job a day. I failed, completely failed ladies and gentlemen, I applied to two jobs and they weren't that odd. One of them was in Ohio for Rogue, Rogue Fitness. And the other one was, um, it wasn't even odd at all. It's just like some marketing job that I, that this guy was like, uh, actually one of the owners of the restaurants that I reached out to with the previous experiment, said they had an opening. And they're like, yeah, man, yeah, send me your resume. So I sent him my resume. And that was it. After that, I I didn't I didn't do anything. Why? Well, I've thought about this. I don't know. Well, I kind of know. I, I there's like a I think it's a little bit of fear, a little bit of fear of like uh, of what's gonna happen if um if I. I don't know. I don't know what the fear is because when I ask what's going to happen if I get the job, then I have the opportunity to say yes or no. I always keep that in my back pocket. I keep that no in my back pocket. I'm I'm a believer in, in that you're not obligated to do anything. Also, it's great to have options. But the jobs I was applying to, I definitely do. I would do. Maybe. I don't know. I think it was a fear of reaching out. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a fear of reaching out. I said I was going to reach out to some um uh knife making apprenticeships, which are bladesmiths and uh and I didn't. I was scared i was th- I, I started to think, what if um what the fuck do I have to offer to a bladesmith? I mean I got business skills and as soon as i couldn't find one easily with one google search i think I, I i used that as an excuse to just stop but that doesn't explain why i didn't pick it up the next day it's ooh this happens sometimes to me this happens i guess with where with real shit where um not real shit but actually i was talking to a friend this weekend we, we did some yoga together and i told her that That I've been neglecting my career path or I've been... Everything else is pretty good. got my exercise down. I got my my personal relationships in good standing, good habits with that. I got um, my mental habits, uh, training my mind, meditation, reading, journaling. I got that all down, baby. Diet's pretty good. But the one spot I have been neglecting for the last two months has been the career. And... And there has to be a balance. There's a, there needs to be a balance in everything. I'm starting to see that more clearly. These 23 years of life that I've had, I've, I'm seeing there needs to be a balance in everything. The first time <laughs> that I remember somebody where, where balance was em- emphasized for me was um, in Thailand when I was training Muay Thai. My trainer, Chet, he would look at me, and I got to know Chet. For, because um, I was there for for four months, and um, training for four months, and and I would go every day, and and this guy realized, Sisa, Sisa, he would call me Sisa, is serious about this, and so he'd be like, "All right, bitch, you're not, you're not just you didn't just come for like a week. I fucking respect it. You can't you're coming for here for a month," and he would start giving me like uh, Mister Miyagi lessons, and he'd be like, "No, Sisa, Cisa, balance." balance balance is everything in muay thai and i was like oh shit balance and i i don't know why i never forgot that, I, that I, it was it was actually great fucking advice because it's true you got to be balanced at all times in muay thai especially when you're doing a kick you can't just fucking throw a kick and and be off balance as a matter of fact the when <laughs> the first few kicks i i threw at him i think it was like the second or now it was the first training session this motherfucker he would sweep me he would sweep me on my, uh, on my foot where I was balanced on. I was throwing a kick. I was on one foot. And uh, he would sweep that, that foot, my balance foot, and I would go flying. And I'm going on tangent here, but balance. Ever since then, I've um, there's been times, periods in my life where I'm like, huh, there has to be a balance here. Like a balance in, in my diet a balance in my exercise you can't be you can't go way too fucking crazy because then you'll burn out but also you can't go too low you can't go too easy and you have to progress there has to be a balance and every time I think about balance I think of Chet tell me balance Caesar balance and so coming back to the present I lost that balance and and I can feel it I can feel it now that um, I haven't been focusing on my career. And what I want my career to be is, um, well, I want to be my own boss. And this has been pretty clear to me since I was about 13, I think, if I remember, remember correctly. I've always wanted to be uh, my own boss. Of course, uh, now that I've grown with the years has come like insight as to why i want to be my own boss it's not just I, the freedom that comes with it is what's attracted to me the um the ability to do what what you want with your time the ability to learn crazy skills weird skills to actually become the most interesting person in your own world you know that is possibly the most uh, right now the most Intriguing path for life for me. And um, I I know you can, you could probably do it with a job, but early on I just decided, no, I want to, I want to build my own shit. And now that as I'm, as I'm reaching out to people, (laughs) maybe I'm scared that it, maybe I'm getting close. Maybe I'm getting close to, to getting there, you know, to getting to that, um, uh to maybe meeting some mentor who's going uh, don't, to i don't know give me some pointers it's, it's not going to take pointers to get to where i want to be right but i don't know what it, there's i was thinking about it today there's some maybe like writer's block <laughs> there's a worker's block and um but there's no excuses for why i i didn't finish up uh, last week two weeks ago the experiment from two weeks ago the one odd job a day i did a shitty job and i think it's important to recognize that it's important that i to recognize that i fell short it, there's this also there's this uh, wanting to just come on here and say like justify why i didn't do it but no take it on the chin like mcgregor did on his first loss versus diaz when you watch a fighter take a take a loss, really good. It's I think it's a great lesson. It's a fucking great lesson in uh in in building yourself. <clears throat> so a few reasons why I m- made this mistake. I wrote down a few reasons. Um, not I didn't plan my week. I didn't plan. What did I put my my part? Yeah, I didn't plan what I was gonna do every day or when when it was due. I didn't, have, I didn't have deadlines. That's another one. No strict deadlines. And I think the biggest one is that I let myself uh, skip a day. I let myself skip, well, we'll do it tomorrow. Became, we'll do it tomorrow. Became, we'll do it tomorrow. Became, we're at the end of the experiment week. And with those things in mind, what we're going to do heading forward, moving forward, is we're gonna we're gonna plan. I've started to plan stuff. I've Been reading the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We'll talk about it later on the podcast. But um, I, I I'm starting to schedule my weeks out. And uh, never done this before. I in the past I've used Google Calendar, but um, I, I'm doing something different this time. So I'm gonna start scheduling more, and um, I'm gonna increase accountability, or try to. Are you going to do it or not, Caesar? Fucking decide. Jesus Christ. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um and the way I'm going to do that, in the past I've mentioned a website where you can um uh, put your credit card in and they'll charge you every time you don't check in. Um I don't know if I don't know if I'm going to do that yet. I'm going to try something before that. I have a best friend who she said she would uh, she would be down to keep each other accountable for certain things. So, I'm going to call her today. Right after this podcast, and I'm going to see if she's down for that. And that's what we're going to be doing moving forward. I think it's important to emphasize again, I failed the experiment. But one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to stop doing experiments. Because, fuck, have I gotten so much value from these experiments. And I can see why Tim Ferriss has never stopped experimenting. Ever since, I don't know when he's, he says he started experimenting in grad school. That's what I read in one of his books you just fucking some stuff sticks and the stuff that sticks holy shit it's awesome uh, for example that one uh, one shitty page a day that i started doing uh, i i i'll stop for a few days writing the one shitty page a day and then i miss it i miss i, I miss the uh, outlet of just writing everything down without any judgment so the weekly experiments are going to continue Uh, This week's experiment is learning how to run. I don't know how to run, or I didn't. I didn't know how to run. Uh, Me and my friends, me and my roommate would go on a run, and my hip would just hurt. My left hip, actually, was always my left hip, and it was right in the socket. I could feel it. There was this pain that um, after I stopped running, it was like a soreness that would last at least a day and a half. And so, um, of course, I wasn't running right. I came on to, I I opened the uh, the four hour body, and of course, Tim has a running section in it. In the past, I have uh, listened to an audio book called Born to Run, and it talks about running. Like, it kind of describes running, and I think Tim actually he mentions that book in this uh, in the section of his book, uh, in the in the running section of his book. And he gives you six steps. So these are six steps that I'm gonna follow while I'm running. Um, These are the principles. Uh, Number one is use gravity by leaning forward for forward motion. Um, So what that means is that I think of it as kind of, uh, he says that you're not pushing off with your back foot. Instead, you're kind of leaning your body forward, neutral spine, which means you're you're gonna be your head's gonna be, the spine from where at the base of your head, right where it starts, where your spine starts, is gonna be aligned with the rest of your spine, all the way down one, nice straight line, but you're gonna be like falling forward on your leading foot instead of pushing out from your um, back foot. I think of it as kind of like the. What is it, the International Space Station? I, I think I might be getting this wrong. But I think the way it works is that it's always falling towards Earth. But it <laughs> – this is a horrible analogy. But it never ends up falling because it keeps – it always keeps falling towards, like, <laughs> the other side. Well, what I'm trying to say here is, is yeah, we're just going to – It's it's like you keep falling on your – on your lead foot you're not pushing off which is what i was doing before that's principle number one uh principle number two is land on the balls of your feet so like the front of your feet i've been doing that before um and so you want to aim to have the you want to aim to have the feet land under your center of gravity instead of in front of you that's number two Uh, number three never fully straighten your legs Uh, Keep a slight bending your legs at all times to prevent push-off. And actually, that helped in in today's run. Bending your legs. uh, I don't know what it is. I I guess, yeah, it gives you less. uh, If you're always keeping your legs bent, you can't push off the back foot because in order to do that, you need to straighten your foot completely. You you need to straighten your leg completely. And that will give you that push, that running forward, that launching your body forward. No, 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 no. You want to fall forward and then catch yourself with your foot. Kind of, kind of. Of course you're not falling. Um, pull each foot off the ground and towards your buttocks. That's number four. So you're, you're doing kind of like a, your back foot, it comes up 90 degrees, 90 degrees in comparison to your, uh, to your front foot and then it comes forward of course this is terrible i think i'm describing it terribly but you just bring up your rear back foot 90 degrees and you bring it forward Uh, the fifth step or the fifth principle that we're gonna we're gonna follow is maintaining at least 180 steps per minute rate which is 90 steps per per leg 180 for both together um apparently the faster i think it's the faster i think it's easier to do this faster um because you're constantly falling forward and from today's run in the beginning when i started i it was it was easier to kind of think of falling forward or or using gravity to lean forward and to catch myself with my foot, it was easier to go faster, I think, because I'm not pushing off, right? Um, but that might, that was, I think that might just be bullshit, because towards the end of the run, I was able to slow it down. We'll see, though. Maybe I was doing it wrong. I was violating principle number five. Anyway, those are the five principles I'm going to follow. I'm going to do one run every day. Here's the thing, though. After one run today, which is the same distance that we, uh, Me and my friend always do. It's actually his run. And I was hauling ass at the beginning, because not because I was trying to. I actually said, dude, I'm going to take it slow. (laughs) But I started thinking of like, all right, let gravity, let the foot catch you instead of pushing off. And um, I don't know, I was just going really fast. And so my friend was like, you're hauling ass. But at the end of it, no pain. No pain. Fucking great improvement. And... I don't know if it was just my concentration on the form, but I felt like I was I was a little tired towards the end, towards half of the run. Cuz then we take like a 4 minute break. Um coming back, however, I really was able to slow it down a bit. And it was easy. It was easy. It, it, because I was going pretty slow. But also, it was it was easy and painless. And that hasn't happened before. So it's already we're improving. And we're learning how to run. And that's my update for uh, learning how to run. Any blockers? Any obstacles that we got? Uh, not really. I mean, maybe it's just the uh, the counting, actually. Yeah, that would be one. I don't know how to count my steps. <laughs> not that I don't know how to count. But um, I guess we'll try to borrow. It just seems like 90 is a lot to count to. But it could be like a meditation. We'll see. That's the only uh, obstacle I see for, for me following these five steps. <clears throat> so moving on to this week's blog post. I haven't posted it yet, but it's going to be about just this. I'm just, um, just going to outline my, how I'm learning how to run. One thing that Tim talks about here is um, actually recording yourself, how analyzing one, one, um, one hour of video, of recording that video that's like you recording like some sort of exercise you're doing is as effective or way more effective than like two years of just self-correction some shit like that some crazy shit like that let me see where it's at i don't know i lost it oh yeah you can learn more you can learn more you can learn more in one hour of Video analysis, then you can learn in a year of self-correction without video. I found that fucking fascinating, and I started to think of all the all the applications I could use that for. I, I can apply it to my gymnastics, which I haven't been doing, and I think I should. I should be doing that. Um, any other exercise movements as well? Kettlebell swings, even kettlebell swings. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, Some book talk. What book am I reading? I'm still kind of side by side reading Fooled by Randomness and The uh, "The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I've really started to dig into The Seven ha- Habits of Highly Effective People, however. Um, I, I kind of put it down for a bit, but um, I'm almost done with it. I think I have like a little less than a, about 100 pages. And let me tell you, it's <laughs> as as I read it, it's becoming one of my favorite books. It's weird. It started off slow and then it started ramping up. And I think it might be, it might be luck. It might be luck that I picked this up at this time when I, at the time when I needed to find a way to schedule stuff, a time when I needed to become more effective, or maybe it's not luck. I don't know. I mean, that's the whole book. That's the whole point of, uh, or one of the points of the other book I'm reading, how a lot of things are luck but i remember buying this book about like more than 2 years ago i think and i just i had it in my shelf and when i went back home um 6 months ago i actually it was 3 months ago cuz i went back for a wedding i saw i i grabbed this book from my shelf thinking it was um uh, the, the the effective executive i wanted to read that book but it was this book and i was kind of sad when i when i saw that it was this book i was like fuck I was already in Austin, and I was like, why did I bring this? And then I started reading it. And I, I don't know why I was sad. I mean, it's about habits. I fucking love habits. And the more you get into it, the more it's so practical. It's so practical. It gives you so many exercises that I found very helpful. Um, And and actually, let's talk about that. Let's move into the section where I share some knowledge that I've learned um, today, yesterday, where... Uh, This week, one of the things that one of the exercises that it has on here is defining the roles that you have in your life. Um, For example, one of my roles that I these are roles that you give yourself, at least, or how you see yourself. It's in accordance with your goals. And so one of my roles that I gave myself is being a loving son and a loving brother and a loving friend. And another goal is being an elite athlete. And then another goal is being an entrepreneur, another goal is being the most interesting man in the world. You take these roles and um you you uh you go to your calendar and you look at the week right and you have these roles written down and actually next to your each role, you write down like two goals you want to accomplish for the week um and and then then you go to your calendar and for each day. Or in each day, you schedule tasks that lead you throughout the week to accomplishing each goal that is on your list. And so the beauty about scheduling a week like this is that you're going towards everything you want. Because by identifying all the roles that you have in your life, and these are roles that you give yourself, these roles should encompass what you see yourself being, like your best form. That's how I took it. So I, I, my best form would be being like the most loving son ever and the most loving brother and friend, right? And, and what does that encompass? It encompasses uh, building a relationship through uh, constant contact. So contacting my closest family members once a week and then contact, contacting my, my friends, my closest friends once a week. And then um, the elite athlete part—that's a huge goal for me. Like I've all—I I, for for like three years now. I've there a, three years ago. I decided I want to be like an athlete, an elite athlete. Cause fuck, I have this body, and I know it can fucking—I know it can crank. I don't know what that means, but I know it can fucking—it can lift some fucking iron, and it can go hard. And so I want to push it. I want to push it. See where we get to. And so what 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 tasks? um or what goals can i set for myself they're going to be of course like this week it it'd be learning to run and every day i have a run scheduled and then i have 300 kettlebell swings a day and then i have also i want to get more flexible gymnastics bodies every morning a gymnastics bodies class which is just a lot of a lot of opening the hips up opening the shoulders and then the most interesting man in the world thing it's just it's it, that's that's a big part of I always want to be doing new shit. I always want to be doing things that I think are cool. and then part of it is is um <laughs> that's why I do my cheat day. I think a fucking cheat day is awesome because I learn how to cook I'll have I'll have some friends over or I already have I live with friends so I'll cook for them it's just a great fucking time. And then another one of my roles that I that I put for myself is uh, being a mentor or at least passing on the knowledge. Not that I just want to pass on the knowledge because it makes it makes knowledge consumption easier. So I read this whole I'm almost done with the seven habits of highly effective people. And if you know me, you can just uh, talk to me and I'll tell you what chapters to go to that I found most helpful. You know, if you don't want to read the whole book And, and I want to do that for whoever finds this podcast. So what are the what are the tasks that I gave myself for being a mentor? It's it's creating the podcast doing the Caesar Encyclopedia. And it made a lot of sense. I got this all from this book. It, it made a lot of sense. I was like, fuck yeah. This is a system for organizing my week that I can follow, that encompasses everything I want to do, lays it out neatly, and makes it easily digestible for me, which is the important part for me. And so yeah, the seven habits of highly effective people. It's pretty awesome. It's a pretty fucking good book. Um Alright, moving on towards the end of the podcast. Uh I fell off the wagon. Let's talk about this. Uh this I skipped a week from doing a podcast. And and that was after that was the week after I failed that experiment actually the the week of the experiment so 2 weeks ago on that friday one of my closest friends left to another state and we had a wine night and then oh man i went all out i created this awesome cheese board that i saw one of my uncles create so i bought i, I bought like these uh sausages like a chorizo and summer sausage and spicy like spanish sausages and I cut them up and put them on a cutting board with some apples and some crackers. I went all fucking out, and of course you got some smoked gouda in there, some sharp cheddar, cause a friend wanted it, and then some other fucking cheese I didn't know I didn't know about that I found on the internet that said, "All right, this would be a good, a good <laughs> wine cheese." And then I got, and then we all got wine. We all brought like a bottle of wine. There was about uh, five of us, and uh, we said goodbye to a friend. And um, and that began <laughs> my four day, no, it's three days. No, was it four? It was four. No, it was three. My three day cheat day, my three day cheat day weekend. It was fucking terrible. I, I the next day I went I went hard. I didn't go that hard. I just ate a lot, and I made some clam chowder. And then the day after that. I was, uh, I was addicted watching Ozarks, Ozark, and I finished the rest of the clam chowder, which was a lot, and I ate some other terrible stuff. And then to top it all off, I, I, I didn't exercise Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday, or Tuesday, and then I didn't get back on my gymnastics body's uh, classes until that, that Friday. Oh, my God, it was terrible. I fell off the wagon hard. Hard. And then I didn't do a fucking podcast. I didn't do an experiment. Oh, we fell off. But um, I've fallen off before. And uh, I got I got back up. I got back on the horse. And I don't know. It's getting easier to get back on. And I think it's getting harder to fall off. So I think my advice to myself is, Dude, if you fall off again, fucking get back up immediately. But don't fall off, bitch. But if you do, it's okay. It's okay. But don't fucking fall off. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... uh, We're going to be better. We're going to be fucking better than before. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this week. I'm excited for next week and the week after that. And I'm excited for the next two months. It's going to be fucking awesome. Now, um... Everything or I'm going to put a link for gymnastics rings, the ones that I use on the show notes. I'll put the link to the seven habits of highly effective people. I'll put a link to Fooled by randomness because I'm reading it. Why not? And all right, uh, this is going to be our parting quote for today. It's going to be from Seneca. I think it's from his essay, The Shortness of Life or one of his letters. And it goes like this. There are more things that frighten us than injure us. And we suffer more in imagination than in reality. And with that, have a good day.